I got I got a Facebook message from a realtor and it read, can I go ahead and get the other five ways? And I'm thinking I'm going to write a book called The 30 Second Cliffhanger because we're so used to binging and getting like everything now and it's traumatizing. Uh, well, your wait is over because we're here uh, and it's going to be the second half of the 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. Oh yeah, part mm, two. I love it. Welcome to the Influential Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where agent entrepreneurs come to learn how to generate and convert more leads by using the latest in technology, social media, and lead generation systems. Here are your hosts, national speakers and veteran agents, Amber and The Rook. Hey. What's going on, everybody? Today's episode is being sponsored by Sphere Influencer, the single most effective sphere marketing system to build relationships and get more referrals than ever before. You can get more information by going to GetSphereInfluencer.com. Dot com. All right. So last week, we were talking about the 10 <laughs> ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. And we were going deep, so we had to split it up into two parts. And so mm -hmm. this is our first... Went a little long. Our first official two-parter. Two-parter. Uh, so we're going to finish up so it doesn't become a three-parter. But I was amazed at the people going, uh, can I just go ahead and get the other five? I'm like, no. <laughs> like they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. It's kind of like on Netflix where, you know, we're so spoiled, like you said, where that show comes out and you get all the whole season and you binge it. And then it's like, then you're like, man, what am I going to do for the next six months while they're making a new season. <laughs> it's, and it's interesting is that I was watching, um, there was a, they, they do, I see spotlights where actors will go through all their iconic characters and they were interviewing John Hamm and he was talking about how Mad Men kind of happened right before the streaming and, and the binging services. Mm. And so it was, it, they had to remake and I think of, what's the show you watch with Jason Bateman? Um, the Dark. Ozark. 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 <laughs> Ozarks. Ozarks? I thought you said Ozarks. It's Ozarks. It's, it's Ozarks? No, it's Ozark. That's water. Is it Ozarks? It's the Ozarks. Anyway. But <laughs> I don't know because I binge watch it. Now I haven't seen it anymore. It's like the Ozarks had to come out with like every season and you watched them in what? Two days? Three days? Or whatever? Don't be busting me. Everybody. <laughs> I love that show. But so I was thinking about this is the, the concept of a cliffhanger, especially when the messages came through, is like, you know, don't you have them? I'm like, of course, I've got them, but we're going to talk about them until you know next week. <laughs> How dare? How dare? You make me wait. I was like, I have to wait. Yeah, remember, like when the cliffhangers, and you had to wait till the next season and, or the next week or the next oh my like, week to figure something out. Man, what happened? To All that? right. So, if it's okay with you, can I recap the first five? Yes. Okay, the first five, and if you haven't heard this, go back and listen because we go into more detail on each. But there was ten ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. Right, right. Number one was to have a different message for each section of your database. Number two. Number two was 12 pieces of follow-up for every lead that comes in. And if you're sitting there going, what do you mean different message? What do you mean 12 pieces? Well, go back and listen to the previous podcast. That's what we were saying about. Right? Number three, don't spend your client's money or assume. That was a good one. Uh, number four, update your email or phone. That was a good one. You have yeah. to listen to the details of that one. So crucial. Number five, quarterly photo shoots. And now we get to be on to number six, you've all been waiting for... Yeah. The we next five. All right. So number six, pick one social media strategy and repurpose it. Hmm. I can tell you right now, I'm so relieved to hear that. Are you? 
<laughs> How many of you are just like, dang, there is so much to keep up with. There's Facebook. You know, Jason always says this, just in Facebook, there's what, five strategies yeah. or six strategies, you know, whether it's Facebook stories, Facebook ads, Facebook personal page, Facebook business page, um, and the messenger, it's bots. It's, I mean, there's so many different, and just, just, that's just one, that's just Facebook. So imagine if we tried to be an expert at all of them. Like my head wants to explode just talking about it. And I actually even like social media. So the fact that you're telling me I can pick one and just repurpose it, I'm intrigued. Tell me well, about Well, there's, there's a couple things that happen with this. Picking one social media strategy. And, and it is right. It's not just you saying, oh, okay, well, then I'll do Instagram because it's the latest and greatest. That's not what that means, okay? I remember like the commercials, like I unfriend you. That's that's not how. That's this not how works. any of this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> I feel that sometimes uh, we as realtors get in that mindset, which is, oh, I do I do the social media, and again, if you put the I do the, the word social media the in, in front of everything, <laughs> I know all the twitters. I know all the twitters. <laughs> you, you know, it, that's again when you put the in front of anything, the Google. that's a clear sign that, <laughs> that you, you really might not know. may not know. <laughs> I know all the listings. And so, <laughs> so whenever, so when we talk about you picking one, it is all about understanding that inside of Instagram, there are a good four to five strategies for a realtor to get business, to increase exposure. So when we talk about mastering one, it is mastering not a channel, but a strategy that is within that social media channel. And then repurposing it because we do realize not everybody's on the same channel, but how do you choose, Jason? How do you choose? I mean, quite simply, we have had other podcasts on this, but just the big picture of how would I choose which one the right, what's the right channel before I repurpose? It's where your ideal clients hang out. And I say ideal clients because oftentimes I say, what's your ideal clients? We sometimes will go into, oh, okay, well, all of my sphere is here. I like, that's not what I said. I said, where are all your ideal clients hanging out? And and that goes back to I got to know my ideal client and really do some deep diving. Which your research. sphere is part of that, but it's more it's bigger than it's that. bigger than well, that because you want to grow your sphere with your ideal client. I e get that exactly. And so another advantage of picking one is you can then figure out what are the classes that I need to take. What are the YouTube videos that I need to watch on that one topic? And I'll do. Uh, you know, uh, let's say Facebook Live. I want to get better at Facebook Lives because that's the one strategy I want to do. Not Facebook, but Facebook Live. I'm going to go find YouTube videos on how to be amazing at Facebook Lives, yeah. how to do Facebook Lives, what do you need to do before Facebook Live, after, during, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to take a deep dive into that one topic so that I can be better equipped if that's going to be my thing, I'm going to learn it like nobody's business. Now, I'm not going to lie. Some of you might be thinking, why do I know you might be thinking this? Because I'm thinking this. <laughs> Or I was thinking this, which is, okay, I get that. I'm relieved that I only have to choose one and master one. But I really want to be on all of them because I want to attract a bigger audience. And I believe just one may not be enough. Well, notice he didn't just say pick one. He actually said number six was pick one and repurpose it. And some of, we've also heard it as, DJ it out, meaning repurpose it onto other platforms, yeah. DJ your content onto other platforms. You're focusing on one, but repurposing it and DJing it out to all the others. I feel like I should have like DJ, like DJ. 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 Like a sound effect that does that. <laughs> so DJing your content means, and let me give a perfect example. Right now you are listening to a podcast. 
right? Okay, yeah, you get that. Yeah, I'm listening. I am? Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> what we can do with this podcast, if podcasting is our lane that we want to be in, then we're going to focus all our attention on our lane. However, I can take this podcast, I can transcribe it, and boom, I've got a blog post. Mm. If so we start, I could repurpose it. Then. I could repurpose it that way. Uh, we are going to start video, uh, video re recording these podcasts. Why? Because then they can be YouTube videos, podcasts, uh, blog posts. Blog posts. You, you know. then you repurpose it onto Facebook to show that you have a new podcast episode. So this is repurposing, but yeah. the actual avenue is the podcast. Correct. So whatever you choose, we're not saying you shouldn't be on other medias, but you're really repurposing the same content onto everything else, but choose the one that you really want to nail and then figure out the best way to repurpose that. Because we're all about relieving stress. So let me relieve some stress. You can't do it all. You're not going to be an expert at Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and, 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 and it's, if you own that and say, look, I'm going to get really good at this, whatever this is, it, do it, do mm -hmm. it. And even though that's a relief, it's so interesting that it's a struggle to give up the others, right? It's like, oh, what am I missing though? In reality, if you're a D and you're like, no, I'm going to be good at all of them, Rook, because you just told me I can't, therefore I'm going to go show, spite kicks I in. am going to show you you're wrong. Yeah. Not that I did that or anything, but <laughs> if I had, let's just speak for a friend, like I'm speaking right. for a friend, no, of course. No, totally. <laughs> if I had ignored the Rook's advice and wanted to show him that I will do it. Oh, again, speaking for a friend, not Yeah, me. not you. Um, what you're going to find is frustration at the end of that tunnel because what you're going to try to do is be the expert at everything. And it's going to be that jack of all trades, master of none saying. And what's going to happen is you're not seeing the results you want to see because you're trying to do all of them at a high level and there just isn't enough time to do all of them. And they're all going to be watered down and getting little results rather than just going to your niche and nailing it and seeing going deeper into the one will get you way better results than trying to be wide into all of them and then not deep. Does that make sense? So yeah, absolutely. You're gonna, for a friend, I, I wouldn't and try we, that route. We've seen this before. And uh, let's talk about the amazing stellar baseball career of Michael Jordan. Oh, wait, we can't because he was horrible at it. What? What, what does that make sense? Michael you tried Jordan. baseball? Yes. I don't remember, remember. I don't remember okay, that. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was the all-around athlete. He was a football player. He was a baseball. Stay in your lane. Okay? Just pick one. <laughs> and now by saying, oh, please don't send me hate mail about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was amazing. He was an amazing basketball player. But yeah. take a look at how. So if you try to be good at everything, you're not going to be. You're going to be mediocre at best. And you're really going to be dropping the ball on a lot. So mm -hmm. you can All try right. it. So that's number five is pick one. No, and no, it's number six. Oh, I'm sorry. Number six. Pick one and repurpose it or DJ yeah. it out to the others. Right. What is number seven? Number seven, and this is definitely something you can chime in on, is a leverage. Love oh that my word. Gosh. It's my favorite word. Start leveraging what you need to do. Sorry. <laughs> Got my papers going. Now. And, and understand that when we talk about leverage, there's a couple things I need to say. And then, uh, babe, you can talk to these points a little bit further. I'm going to tell you the truth because we believe in truth here. I'm not going to tell you what you need to hear. I told you I will always tell you. I'm going to say I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Man, I even messed that up. All right. So here it goes. <laughs> Hard truth. All right. This okay. is the broccoli. All this right. is what you said. The broccoli first. The veggies. Your transaction coordinator is not a marketer. Ooh. Your admin is not a social media guru. So please stop leveraging your social media marketing, the creative, amazing social media marketing 
uh, to a data-oriented transaction coordinator mm-hmm. or admin. Ooh. Okay, so let me big picture that out for you. Oh. Because that's good. That's right. so good. So good. It's a common mistake that we make. <laughs> so good. We and we've made this mistake before, oh, honestly. Yeah. Where, and we want to hire a full-time admin instead of just a transaction coordinator. Therefore, in order to justify that hire, we will... Um, give them multiple jobs. Yeah. Okay, you're you're my transaction coordinator, but then you're also going to be my social media poster. You're going to be the one that reaches out to new leads. And hey, um, can you also be a video editor <laughs> and a graphic designer? Okay, because that all that tends to get thrown on the lap of that admin. And if you think about it, you guys look at it from an entrepreneurial standpoint. If you're familiar with the DISC personality assessment, the DISC traits of a really good administrative assistant are not the same as usually the ones who are graphic designers or on the creative side for marketing. And so when you ask one person to be everything, you're going to be highly disappointed, right? So it's better to have multiple people you're still probably paying the same amount as you were paying to the one person, right. but it's better to contract out and get multiple people who are in their lane, who are the expert at that when you're leveraging out, rather than trying to get a one size fits all, because again, it's watered down and it's different traits. Let them work in their lane that they specialize in. And this even goes to when you're um, when you're hiring someone. Like we use uh, contractors all the time. We go to Upwork.com. You know, what are we looking for? And we even made the mistake that says, okay, we want an SEO person, but let's try to find someone who's got SEO skills and can also be a blog writer. Well, guess what? That's not the same person. Now, could they do that because they want the money? Yes, they might say they can do that, but it's not the same person. Mm -hmm. So better to pay for less hours and you don't have to be responsible for them to have a full-time job. They're a contractor working for multiple people. So let them work just for a few hours and what they're really good at with you and then they can fill their time with other people. When it comes to leverage, it's not only about people, but it's also about time and tasks. Uh, Alex Sharfin was talking about, you know, try to find a full-time person. Okay, I can't afford a a full-time person. Okay, well, find a part-time person. Well, I really can't afford a part-time person. Okay, well, then find the tasks that you can leverage out. And I'll do an easy one is uh, stop going and get lunch. Now, I'm not saying stop eating. What I'm saying is that (laughs) um, our life has changed since we started understanding the concept of finding the tasks that you can leverage. So I'll give you the best example I give is um, Chipotle. Man, I love Chipotle. It's awesome. That's my Chipotle plug. Um, but <laughs> when we want Chipotle, sponsored by Chipotle. Uh, McQueen orders it online and I go pick it up. I don't stand in line. I don't wait. But then I, we realize that's not right either. He right? shouldn't be driving anywhere. He has a lot to do. So we have it delivered now by exactly. Favor or one of the other apps. And you're thinking, well, that's like an additional $10. That's an why additional would, 5 or $10. Why would I pay an additional $10 to have someone bring me food when I can just go get it myself? What would you say about that? Well, by the time you actually go drive to get it and come back, that could be a good 30 minutes to an hour of your time that you could have been creating content to attract new clients. And if you got a new listing that sold from that hour of lead gen, that's six grand you could get out of that hour versus the $10 you're going to save by going. 
to Chipotle. That is the mindset that we are constantly trying to shift from thinking like a realtor to thinking like an entrepreneur. It is mm -hmm. about what is your time worth? If we take a look at statistics and studies, then as a realtor, your hourly rate is $250 an hour. So if you're picking up your own signs, if you're driving back and forth to do lock some lockboxes stuff, what would you pay? I will go do it for you and I'll charge you 150 how about that? Would you pay me? No, you wouldn't pay me. That would be dumb. So why are we doing it? I'm a bit yeah, passionate about that. I'm sorry. You are. Because in that time, you guys could be doing marketing. Yeah. You could be doing lead generation. And that is where, so it's not just, hey, well, it's saving me. Instead of saying, what is it saving me? Think about what is it costing me oh, to do it? Yeah. Okay. That's a big deal. So leverage when you can, when it comes to your marketing, because this is about ways to improve your marketing, leverage. Leverage and is where it's at. And I, I think you mentioned something really quickly. Uh, we're using Upwork.com. A yeah. lot of people use Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. I think Upwork is maybe the more professional version of Fiverr, but there's some great sites out there where there's zero commitment, where people can help you right off the bat in their lane of expertise for very inexpensive. Yeah, and uh, and was, what I love about Upwork.com is you can get some really long-term business relationships, a graphic designer that we've been working with. We've been working with for almost, what, two years now? Four years. Four years now? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm way off. Yeah. Um, great guy, does a great job, but we've able to nurture and build that relationship and he is, does some fantastic work mm -hmm. uh if you're looking for him on upwork his name is <laughs> i'm not gonna give you his name what <laughs> no because oh. he pretty much works for us pretty much okay all right so that was number seven let's do number eight number eight um oh all right i'm gonna try to be calm about this one have a plan okay have a plan oh, i can't wait to hear what you say about this even if it's a bad plan please have a plan so what i'm talking about i'm talking about what i see a lot which is what i have dubbed wing it video i'm told to do facebook live i'm given no direction whatsoever just to go on and start talking to people i've got no plan i've got no beginning no call to action no ending and i gotta tell you and i know some of you have seen this have you ever seen a facebook live from a realtor who just decided to go live has no idea how to end that live video and it just becomes an awkward train wreck. And, and so I, oh, I think that's a good future podcast uh, episode for you to do is, definitely. you know, what's the outline for that exactly to, to have a powerful face. It's, Facebook it's actually a very simple outline. I'll give you the outline now, but I, we can definitely take a deep dive. We're not going to give them that line now. Oh, never mind. You're going to have that FOMO. Okay. <laughs> but don't just wing it, right? Because oh. it, it's different for everything. That's just for Facebook. But Jay, I hope you are vulnerable with them right now because I'm about to throw you under the bus right now. So you hope Ready? I'm vulnerable and you're going to throw me. I'm going to throw you under the bus so that okay. you have to be vulnerable. Okay. Isn't that the worst wife so ever? No, you're the best wife. Okay. So can you kind of tell them, though, where you started with this? Because when I first met you... You were part of like Wingers Anonymous. Like, I was. That's or needed wingers. to be. There's no S in front of that. Don't get weird. <laughs> All right. So here's, I will, I, I, the best story. You're like the wing it king. The best story I've got with this is I was, <laughs> I was teaching a class. It was probably about two and a half months ago. And this realtor came up to me and I can tell how long people have known me from what they call me. If they call me Rook, then they, you know, they've known me for a certain amount of time. If they call me Jason, then they've probably known me right. even longer. And she's like, I would I used to take your classes back when you first started I was like oh hey what's going on nice to meet you and and she's like you are so much better now and I was like thank you 
<laughs> I mean, back and in the she, day, you were. She you know? said, you used to talk so fast and you would just go off on these tangents. I'm like, that's, wow. that's a true story. I'm not going to lie. I would do that. <laughs> and so um, Amber was my boss back in the day. And she was what? like, right? She was like, let me see your outline for this class. I'm like, I have no idea. He said outline. What you're talking about. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What is this outline you speak of? And I <laughs> because you like to wing it. You had the knowledge, so you yeah. thought I can just go wing it. Now, why is knowledge not enough? Knowledge is not enough because there's questions, which leads to stories, which leads to tangent, and which you have to be understanding of is your audience. And I'm and sure that there are different personality types too. Exactly. And so when we have a process, and this is where my mind started shifting into, I had a process, but it was my process. And so what I discovered was when you can have a process, number one, that's tested, that is being modeled and successful, uh, let me do that process because that process is going to keep you on track to still get your information across but to get it across in a more succinct, efficient manner so that your audience can comprehend it and implement it. Mm -hmm. um, because you probably really were connecting with the people who were fast-paced and talked a lot and <laughs> were passionate. Yeah. But I maybe it was not connecting with everyone. So, And we don't want you to think that it has to be overthought either. No. Because an outline's an outline. It should not be word for word by any means. It's just an outline to keep you on track. Is what, you know, and we'll give you that outline at another podcast. But... When you do something, the reason you need to have a plan is because what's the point of doing any of this marketing right. if it doesn't lead to where you want it to be? And if you don't have that clear path and an outline of, you know, here's my intro, here's what I'm going to be talking about, here's the call to action I want them to do at the end. If we don't have those things and don't have a plan, then there really is no point right. to doing any of it in the first place. Here's another one. When it comes to having a plan, I know we talked about video because that's we're something we're very passionate about, but having a plan also means a marketing plan. Like um, one of the biggest things that was challenging is uh, seeing, uh, getting realtors come up and say, hey, Rook, I need your help with my marketing, not a problem. And I take a look at their Facebook business page. I take a look at their Twitter account. I, I would go through all their social media channels there's no consistency and there's like, okay, I had a question, why did you post this? And they're like, oh, well, we just needed some content put out there. I'm like, yeah, but this post came from a, you know, big company article about something that has nothing to do with what you said your ideal client was interested in. And it was this idea that we know that content is important, but we have no clue what to say and we don't think we have the content already. So we just post just to keep something going. And so I, I mean, I've seen realtors who do blog posts on like the best drones to buy. I'm like, what has that got to do with anything of showing you as the neighborhood expert and, and giving value that I think is great that you gave it to me, but in no way am I going to go, you know what? That was an awesome drone article. I need to have that guy sell my house. So the idea of posting to post is, is something. And, and I like what you said earlier because it isn't, it doesn't have to be a well-written out script plan detail by detail. Bullet points are good enough. It's just something to keep you on track. Right. Matter of fact, we don't want you to write out a script for an entire Facebook live because the chances of you doing a 15 minute live all memorized is nil and you're going to just freeze and, and not look good. Um, we want you to just have bullets, bullets, not scripting when it comes to all those live videos and, and long videos.
Now we have had scripts before though that work yeah. at a high level for like our sphere influencer program where you're doing a video that's like maybe a minute long and and somebody's already pre-studied the five things that are going to work in that video and we will give you a script in that aspect but we're talking about when you're doing a content with 15 minute long videos that that cannot be all memorized yeah I mean, totally all right so number eight is have a plan don't wing it don't wing it <laughs> and by the way you are really good at having a plan now babe. Right? <laughs> now sometimes i'm the one going where's the plan but you're so good at it and you you're just amazing so oh, just kudos to you and people are throwing up in their mouths okay Ugh. so next <laughs> number nine Number nine, add video to everything that you do. If you don't like video, you that that thought process is going to crush and strangle your business. Ooh, that was the vegetable version. That was the first version. That was a rough draft version. I don't know if you want to clean that up. <laughs> but I like how you just speak truth. Preach it, brother. Add video to everything. If you don't under... And I'll say if you don't. I like that. Um, here's what I will say. There is not a social media channel that exists today as of the recording of this podcast does not have video, okay? As old as LinkedIn is. LinkedIn, just to let you know, is the oldest social media channel that is still in use and still trying to keep up. Is it older than MySpace? Well, but it's still being used. That was my thing. <laughs> Sorry. But okay. here's the thing. Um, they added video. They added live video now. Mm. And and so Facebook does live. Or I'm sorry. Facebook does video. Instagram does video. Uh, LinkedIn YouTube does video. YouTube, yeah. obviously, video. Instagram, obviously. Every social media channel has video on it. And for a every, reason. For a reason. And every aspect of our business as a realtor is instantly improved when you add video. Now, I understand you may not like how you look or sound on video. Why do I say that? Because that's how I felt. And also that's the top, the top three reasons people don't like video is they don't like how they look, they don't like how they sound, and they don't know what to say in the video, right? That's why we created yeah. Sphere Influencer to help them with all three of those. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, is your commission worth you getting out of your comfort zone? Because video is the only way that you will not be left behind. It used to be like, hey guys, can you please get into video? It's going to make you a better agent. It, it, the reason Jason's being so harsh with his words is we don't have the choice anymore, you guys. If you mm. don't want to be left behind, you have to do video. And, and Jason does not like when I use the word have to because obviously you don't have to do anything. But I implore you to to get out of your comfort zone and start with video because this is where things are going. Uh, like when when's the last time you went through your Instagram feed or even Facebook? The things that are at the top of Facebook are video. Yeah, that's what they shove to the top. Now, what about when you're on Instagram? What catches your eye as you're using your thumb to kind of scroll down is the videos, right? Right. That 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 is the most engaged post. So it is crucial to get your message out to be seen in video. Now, while we say you need to add video to everything, I do want to have this caveat that not every video deserves social. Okay. What I'm talking about is the like two minute Facebook video post of, Hey, we're here at the, you know, we're here at the cafe going to have dinner. Okay. That's, that's, that's not like 15 seconds. That's not how you use that. So, There is, there is a, there are certain uh, etiquettes when it comes to the type of video they're doing and where it goes. And therein lies the confusion. Okay, so wait a minute. I got to do a 30 second video for Facebook stories about what I'm doing. And if I'm going to do a post on Facebook, that's a video, then this could be a longer video than 30 seconds. But if I'm doing a live, this would be, you know, you know, best practice. I'm confused already. 
And so that's where, remember we told you to pick one thing and to master it into a deep dive. And in your deep dive learning, you will understand the rules and the best practices of that channel's strategy. But video just makes everything better, you guys. Uh, your message is communicated in, in a more effective way when people can see your face, when they can hear your tone of voice, when they can see your passion. It's going to translate better and actually be remembered better. And What's we, wrong? You have this look on your well, face. Well, I was just thinking what you they said is see, it, it makes everything look. better. And and you guys are listening to this podcast and you're and, and we've got this banter going back. And I'm I'm just when we start to put this out as a video, this is going to be just completely different. And I want you to that you're listening to this video right now, or listening to this podcast right now, I want you to remember this. How you felt, I'm sure you know, maybe we made you laugh a little bit or made you think about it. How much more powerful is it going to be when I get to talk to you, when I get to look into that camera? Because when you're looking at the camera, you're when making... When you get to you, see the faces I'm making. Right now, I am passionately pointing at my <laughs> iMac. <laughs> so you could, you know... Oh my God, just, my eye rolls are going to be public now. Right? Okay. Um, so add video yeah. to everything. That's please, number nine. Please. And number 10. Number 10. Here it is. To round it out, you guys, let me just give you the top 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. Number one was have a different message for each section of your database. Jay, we're recapping. Oh, my bad. Okay, yeah. Number 10. two, 12 pieces of follow-up for, uh, for every lead. Number three, don't spend your client's money. Number four, update your email, phone information. Number five, quarterly photo shoots. Number six. Number six is pick one social media strategy and repurpose it. DJ it out. Number seven is leverage. Number eight is have a plan. Number nine, add video to everything. And number 10. Number 10, find a way something can work instead of why it can't. I think we did a podcast on that. Are you a doer or a donter? We did. And I want to give you just a three-step process for really understanding. For those that are going to figure out a way why it can work, I'm going to give you the three-step process of really taking it to the next level. And it's really broken down in, into these three simple things. Test it, measure it, scale it. Test is all simply a matter of I'm going to choose to do this thing. I'm going to test it. I'm not committed to it, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to put some effort into it, see what it does. And the only way to see what it's doing for your business is to measure it, is to take a look at those boring analytics, those boring statistics that we may not understand, but I promise you there's a YouTube video that will help you understand them. And then once you measure it and then you can factually tell that it's helping your business, then I can go all in. Then I can scale, scale it. it bigger. Instead of doing one podcast every week, I'm doing one a day. Instead of doing a Facebook Live every month, I'm going to do one a week. That's, I think what's important there, Jay, is you didn't say, now that this works, I'm going to go try something different. No, you're <laughs> going to do more of what works. Yes, exactly. Not trying, okay, this is working and on autopilot. Now I'm going to do something else and see if I can get that to work. No, 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 no. Take the thing that's already working and scale it larger. That's such an amazing thing that is going to shift so many people's mindsets is what you just said right there. It's not like, I got it down. Let me go try this other thing. Like I've got Facebook lists down, Facebook lists helping me build relationships like never before. I've got that down and now I'm going to go learn Instagram. What? No. What? Why no, you... and I'm not saying you shouldn't have multiple pipelines of leads, but if something's already working, do more of it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's so brilliant. All right, guys. So we've just given you like... 10 ways to instantly improve your real estate marketing. And if you only, this is like the first one you're listening to, you got to go back and listen to those first. Yeah, because it really makes sense without the explanation, I don't think. But I'm telling you guys, here's my call to action for you. 
pay this forward. If you heard something that's gonna help your business, then I want you to share it with someone that you're connected to in our industry because, man, I think we want to foster and nurture that type of culture more is by, if you learn something's gonna help you, say, like, man, I got this, this person's gotta hear this. Yeah, so let's I want raise you to, the bar for everyone. Absolutely, and I wanna know, which one of these are you gonna tackle first? And then lastly, we just gave you 10 ways to improve your real estate marketing and all I'm asking in return is just five. Five stars. Oh yeah. Come on now, leave us a review. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you've heard, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can listen to future episodes. Hey, leave us a review or share with a friend today. And if you guys want exclusive content and free tips on the latest in real estate marketing and lead generation, then join our insiders email list by going to influentialagent.com. Mm, and we share exclusive content on there, including monthly classes. And lastly, remember that God has given you everything you need to succeed. All you have to do is take action. See you later. Later, guys.